wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. back once again movie mayhem podcast your boys matt brian you thought we forgot yeah. did you think we forgot that we had a podcast y'all thought we took a month off basically <laughs> well but, guess what well we are very popular and yeah. we are very uh uh wealthy we had a lot of shit to do yeah and things fall on our plates. Yeah. All right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry we can't give you an episode a week anymore. That's, you know, it's what it is. It's what I've always talked about when we when people ask, how do you keep this podcast going for almost seven years? Yeah. It's called patience. And when you have to take time off, just fucking take time fucking off. Take no one cares. Off. We're not getting paid for this. We uh, Right. <laughs> exactly. It's not, a, no. it's not a job. In fact, our job is usually why we can't. That's right. Yeah. So... You gotta take it how you get it. July was a very busy month for all of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Matt vacationed. I did. I vacationed, you which did. is surprising. Yeah. And we I vacationed together. We vacationed together, which was fun and also slightly dangerous. I know you're asking why weren't we recording the podcast the entire time we were on vacation? Because why? <laughs> right. Right. Why? Well, right. it's hard. The acoustics in in Disney World. Right. Were not were not ideal. Also, I wasn't gonna pack my computer and a microphone. In my one backpack. Yeah, you you. Hey, I, I you packed light. perfectly for you. Yeah, you know, you traveled light. I traveled heavy. You, every you and almost everybody had like a, a suitcase, a carry on, and then a big ass suitcase. Yes. And here I am with like an Adidas three section backpack. Like, I have like six shirts rolled up into one. Well, that's the thing. We 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 were peacocking pretty hard. You and uh, yeah, you and the boys uh, every day stunting, stunting and strutting. Hey. Hey, you know, I mean, the thing is, I hope I hope it doesn't end here. You know, I, I finally showed the boys that you don't just put on clothes, you wear outfits. That's okay? true. That's true. All right? I mean, they've been hanging off of their... I, honestly, I'm going to be straight with you. It's privilege. It's, yeah. It's white privilege to be... In- Whoa! <laughs> Jesus! Coming in hot two minutes into... I don't know. It's, it's just privilege, actually. Okay. To be able to wear, you know, the cargo shorts... The, the, the Chuck Taylors and band t-shirt for... It's a specific look. Specific look that they've been rocking for 30 years and getting away with it. Mm. If I rock that, you know what's going to happen? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and and you and if you want shit to happen, you got to dress the part. So... It was, the, it was watching three little Ethan Pages walk around Disney. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah men of the year. Men of the year actually yeah. going on. <laughs> But uh, the one little, thing I will, is, is diminutive. The yeah. one thing I well, two of you are under six feet. So You're right. The one thing I will say, it is. They were they were wearing outfits. You were the outfit. It's true. Because I noticed that you have a different walk yeah. than everyone else. Because <laughs> like, I walk incredibly slow mm-hmm. when there's like big groups. Yeah. Like I usually am just tailing in the back because I don't really care. What's happening? It's like I'm just gonna go my own speed. Mm-hmm. I'll take my own dumb selfies, which I always do. You do. You find a way. I find a way to take half my face and whatever. <laughs> but I, I, when I was like watching you and the boys, it just seems that like I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, kick dirt on anyone because I know it's, you know, it was a summer of change for everybody. Sure. But it, you could tell that you've been here before, and these other boys <laughs> just arrived. Because <laughs> there's a certain like strut that you had that the other guys were just like. I don't know if I have it yet. You don't wear the outfit, you rock the outfit. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were were there times where, I mean, people would stand around and I leaned on a wall? Sure. I mean. Sure. Were there ti- did I take any chance I could to dramatically take off my sunglasses? Naturally. That's very true. You know? It, it, there are certain things that come with having three buttons unbuttoned on your shirt. And you only have five buttons on the shirt. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That, you know, yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of swagger to it, but I'll, right. I'll be honest, I think they looked good. I think the they boys, look good. The boys put it together yeah. real quick. And me with my blank t-shirts every day, <laughs> not one logo. Well, the rest of the guys that were at the bachelor party were rocking tank tops every day. And yeah. honestly, that's a very sensible way to dress in Florida. That's true. Yeah. I See, I had an idea. of I went in with, like, I have a bright shirt on now. 
Mm-hmm. I wore it down there. Mm-hmm. I had lighter colors. It's I like the light colors. I, I appreciate it. But, you know, it's... Uh, I still have, like... I, I prefer the dark colors uh-huh. to, like, kind of slim it down a little bit. Like, my favorite is, like, the black tee with the white shorts. Like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's... I, I have like I have a different like I, I don't think I could pull off the the short sleeve button downs. Mm, I, yeah. I I disagree, but uh, I, I disagree. <laughs> but uh, you, what did you wear on um at the, on the steakhouse day? I wore a, a long sleeve. And a you had long sleeve. Up. I rolled it up, yeah. which I realized I should have just wore pants because the shorts were like they were like above the knee shorts, mm-hmm. and I was like, if I wore the pants I brought, I could have kept the shirt untucked yes. and been more comfortable. You could have even opened it. I, could, I had it open. Yeah. Just, it, you know, just so much hair that looked like I had an undershirt. <laughs> I mean, if you had an undershirt, you could have it completely open. Right, but yeah. also I don't wear V-necks. I always wear a crew neck, so it's, it's yeah, very tough. That's okay. Crew necks are But good. yeah, like, also I had to keep my hat with me because, you know, on the, always watching that sun. Yeah. Always watch that sun. It was definitely a look. The 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 shorts, black button-down shirt rolled up right. with the hat. With my uh, very... Air Force creative players. Uh, yes, like the, yes. the base model <laughs> of Air Force Ones. It was very um, uh, uh, metal band being invited to their first award show. Right. Yeah. It's like, is this how we're supposed to dress? Yeah. They like, said casual. They said bitch this casual. I'll meet you halfway. I'll, yeah. I'll wear buttons. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's still hot as fuck. I'm so uh, honestly, it was hot as fuck. It was uh, so hot. Those... I don't know. With the pants, I'm sorry. With the pants, that was definitely a challenge. Yeah. I mean, was it worth it? Probably. Honestly, yes. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it was. I feel like I would have been burning my like up regardless of what I wore on my legs. Right. But um. But yeah, no. It was. Uh, sometimes it was. It's worth it. it. Yeah. I. I maybe next. Ne- maybe next big group trip we do. I'm a little bit better prepared. Well, by then I'll have a completely different look, Brian. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. I. I mean, this was. This was, you know, very Mandic, 80s cocaine <laughs> energy, right? Right. It's, yeah. But that's just one of the Day glow, looks. high, yeah. high energy. I haven't yet. gone full Cuban drug lord, you know? Which is, I don't know if that's something that I should say with, with Big Nick coming through. Yeah. Being, but, uh, ah. but no, there's, there, there are, I have polo shirts now. Oh, you do? I do. I have a bunch of dead guy shirts. Which I, which they, one of the residents has been very nice to donate a whole bunch of like you button down shirts. Dude, uh, they probably look great. They do. They're like they're companies I've never heard of because I can't afford this Hell shit. Yeah. It's like Ralph Lauren fucking like three. I'm like I didn't even know they made that. Yeah. But man. when you got the money, yeah, they make, they'll make it. They for make you. it. And yeah. I was like, I was because I was like looking at them like, I'm at a moral crossroads here because mm-hmm. I feel bad for taking them because I knew the guy who was a very nice guy. Right big body guy like myself right but then also it's like can i can i take these shirts or man i would probably i probably need to go to like the dry cleaners clean them real quick sure get the dead off get the get the get that musty smell off and then how do i how do i carry this (laughs) how do i carry this look oh good 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 point good point because you're used usually either of jeans or shorts i'm a very very un flamboyant guy i guess you could say i'm very in the background, like <laughs> black shirt, jeans, sneakers. That's it. I mean, that's yo, it. there's nothing wrong with basics, with sticking to something that's timeless. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Over time, my little sister, the girls I've dated, they've kind of pushed me to be a little more, you know, adventurous with fashion. Right. You know, um, I do have a more athletic build, so like, for me, being a bit of a slut, uh, you know. Is, is something I, that I, I got, have the luxury of I doing. I gotta say, you did the boys a big favor by not being a huge slut down there. Because <laughs> there was no way that anybody would have competed. Mm. Just saying. Listen, that's, that's not why we were there. We were there to celebrate Mikey. We were there you to celebrate I mean? Mikey. And we we're here today... And also, I say that as if I don't have any game. As right. if I have any game. You I have don't. game. You have, you have charisma. So you don't. your game it's is masked general. by yeah. abs and a well-crafted beard. I don't say is that charisma or is that just like I don't know I've never had any of those. I've never had either of those. (laughs) You have a well-trimmed beard. What do you mean? It's not that great. It looks good in the shadows, the the red hair. (laughs) But we are here today. Yes, tell me to talk about D and D again. Right, our second season of talking D and D. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Where we left off. Yeah, where we left (laughs) off the last time. I think we just started 
Nick's campaign was the last time we talked D&D. Get out of here, really? I think, no, oh, we maybe in the middle of it. I think, I think we were starting the Holly arc. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Wow, that did not turn out well for Holly. <laughs> oh, Holly's mom, at least. Yeah, that's true. And now, where we are with that campaign yeah. is we are on a pause. Yeah. Which is a strategic move by our group because we're going kind of in cycles to keep everyone a little fresher. So that no one burns out fast. I like that. Yeah. I like, so, I, it's like you look forward to season two. Right. And that's right. where we're at with, uh, ooh, do we even have a name for that group? The Reclaimers? The Reclaim. I guess so. We never use that. We, we, ne- never, we, never, that. we never got to, like, group name status. Yeah. Like, we never had, like, a traveling name. But I think, like, yeah, like, we, uh, <laughs> we, we kind of just, like, we got to a point where it was a good cliffhanger point, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a lot had happened. Yeah, and yeah. we and we had a lot of things set up for next for yeah. when we get back, so, which is really cool. I'm super excited yeah. to play Nick's campaign again. I'm excited too because I where I left my character was kind of like because I, I took my character took a back seat a lot of the time, and I think everybody was like, "Oh, hey, it'll be all right." Like, don't worry. Like, no, no, it's perfect. This is yeah. what I, exactly what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Holly got the spotlight a lot. Holly got the spotlight, and I was like, look, my character doesn't need it. Yeah. I know how to do things. Yeah. But, but now... Now, who knows? Yeah. Character <laughs> might take a direction. But now that we've paused from Nick's campaign, right. we did a couple one-shot you. Which was my first time DMing. Right. Um, What'd you think? How'd you like it? I had fun. Yeah. I don't know how you guys liked it. We had fun, too. I thought the Planetar fight was great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, my the whole idea... So my, my one shot was a Bigfoot hunt, quote yes. unquote a Bigfoot hunt, which just started from me l- looking at Nick going, Haha, Bigfoot would be funny. And then I just like, right there, I was just like, give me a minute. And I just started <laughs> writing it out from there. Yeah. And at the end of it, it turned into like, end of the world, giant yeah. planetar, Yo. much bigger consequences than everyone Seriously. thought. Seriously, I wouldn't have made my character a foot fetishist centaur if uh, yeah. I knew the world was at stake. And a lot of that, because we broke it up into two parts, because the first half got a little, um, I don't know, it took a little, little, it went long, it went 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 very long, long. and then the second half, because I wrote, like, everything I wrote down, we accomplished in the first half. Oh, oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. And then the second half was just like, I got nothing, so I'm just going to start winging it. I was about to say, yeah. it didn't need to be a whole half if you already did everything you wanted. Well, yeah, because we accomplished, so the only thing... Yeah. All right. I guess some context to story is that I had a group of you guys trying to hunt down a Bigfoot a Bigfoot type character, which I call the Shadow of the the Mountain, a Red yeah, Charlie. Yeah, a bunch of different names. Yeah. It was a, it's an urban legend, so yeah. you know, like how each name something different brings to it. Mm-hmm. And you guys had it was it was kind of fun because you had Nick who was a blood hunter with her little uh, his name Beth Page. Yes, which is. Hilarious for Long Island. Brilliant. Island, for Long Islanders. Yeah. Uh, and then she had uh, her little uh, like squire, apprentice, kind of squire apprentice, yeah. played by uh, Big Nick. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Milo. Milo, who was a smart magic boy. Very, very magic boy. Who very smart magic being boy. Being more important than I Holy ever let on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you had Andrew playing a uh, crocodile hunter uh, type. Dingo called, Danger. Dingo Danger. He's, <laughs> who was like, it, like, he had his own uh, his animal hunting show. Yeah, with, kangaroo, the, with the kangaroo, with uh, the kangaroo steed, yeah, with the camera, uh, <laughs> Sheila, Sheila. We had uh, a Will was a bugbear detective, a uh, bugbear cop called yes. uh, uh, Glow Glart, yeah, who was just Paul Blart, yeah. Uh, you, Paul Bunyan, <laughs> right, was uh, a paladin, a centaur paladin, with uh, a predilection towards feet. Yes. So when he heard that they were hunting Bigfoot. He went for it. Yeah, he was there. Full steam ahead. Yeah. And then Mikey played uh, Axion, yes. an 80-year-old wizard. Who, <laughs> an 80-year-old warlock. An 80-year-old warlock who uh, was trying to steal body parts. Yes. So, like... <laughs> Mikey playing an old man. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and the fact he, like, rode you into, like, a certain yeah. battle, and it was like, yeah. well, you're in the front line now. Yeah. <laughs> So I had you guys, like, you guys fought one Bigfoot in the beginning. Like, in the first, like, ten minutes, you guys fought a Bigfoot. After you guys set up and set out, I had two roads. 
a southern road by the water, a northern road into the into the forest. Yeah. You guys took the southern road by the water, led by Paul, because he could sense like, oh, like there's a taste in the. And I licked their footprints. Licked the footprints. <laughs> and you went down. And you had this like rock fight with a Bigfoot, mm-hmm. and then you found out it wasn't the Bigfoot you're looking for. Yeah. But I I tried to set up some like, I guess division in the group because. Mikey wanted to take the body because he's being told he has to take the body. Mm-hmm. And then you guys did a cave adventure where a giant spider fucked everybody up a little bit. Yo. And you got brought to a house, which turned out to be Mikey's house, where that's where everything went off script. Yeah. So getting to the house is like the last thing I had written down. That, dude, the way the tonal shift when we got to that house yeah. that you just pulled out of your ass. With like realizing that Mikey's not who he said he was, mm-hmm. realizing that something is going on in the basement, that everything, dude, is changing around. Yeah, and it, then, it, you know, in the Dark Knight, where like the kind of like eerie like noise, like, the Joker, the Joker up. violin. Yeah, the Joker. Yeah. Yep. I could hear that. Yeah. As we're in the cabin. It was also when when Big Nick was talking, I kept on like tapping the table mm. to let him know that there's a noise in the basement he has to inspect mm. to kind of like ramp him up more. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked. He was about it. You, and then, when, when things went south is when we went down there and Nick immediately demolished <laughs> It all depends Mikey. on who you're talking about when went south for. Because <laughs> when we came back for the second half of it, I had you, Nick, uh, little uh, Beth Page, Nick, mm-hmm. and Andrew roll constitution checks. Mm-hmm. You all failed. Yeah. And so you all imagined you saw zombies and you're just beating the shit out of Andrew. <laughs> And the only person who knew it wasn't zombies was the magic boy. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, he, he dispelled that magic mm-hmm. by closing a door. He nailed it. And then they went downstairs. And the, the fight against Mikey, because he had like five hit points left or some shit. Uh-huh. And he, he's like, oh, okay. Like Mikey pulled me aside for an hour to like, I want to do a PvP combat. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. So he set up this whole thing where he would drink a potion that will revert him a little bit younger and level him up against you guys. That was a cool idea. <laughs> so the best is he tried throwing people, he wanted to throw people off his scent of being evil by pulling a knife on you guys. He definitely did pull a knife on me. Yeah, because yeah. you because I said there was a body in the middle of the room under a sheet. You, you were all kind of looking at it. And I think you went to inspect it, right. and then Mikey pulled the knife, knife out. And I was like, why would you do that? So, like, yeah, I was like, okay, well, clearly you are now an adversary, my right. man. But, uh, yeah, he, dude was a... Uh... And then the fight against him took literally ten minutes. Because yeah. it was mostly... Because there was a hidden Bigfoot in the room. Mm-hmm. And then that turned into, well, this guy just... He tried to cast darkness, but the little magic boy dispels it real quick and then just got thumped dude I think they you think he also cast like hypnotic pattern on him and fucking yeah put him in a coma right and then just oh you hogtied him yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) it is really and then I think my favorite part was when I had the problematic werewolves come out (laughs) they didn't start off problematic because the alpha was a gentleman yeah and then when you killed the alpha in two hits they were like, oh, yo, like, they started acting like real fuckboy shit. Real, real frat boys. Yeah. yeah. Like, what did I say? I was like, oh, I'm going to tear that ass up. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, and then it ended up you guys faced a... The dead body in the middle was a case, basically, for a planetar who was going to des- destroy the whole world. And you guys had a big fight against him. You guys did great. I remember I, uh, didn't I... Didn't I cast, like, a... I think I tried to smite the um, the body right. to stop the planetar from, or to stop the whatever ritual they were planning from happening, and that <laughs> acted as a defibrillator, right? And it and expedited the so ritual the, they were working. Yeah, on. the the whole like the whole funny thing is that I kind of kept to myself, and because you, he, I set it up that he this body was on like a like a pyre that was going to be set on fire, mm-hmm. but you thought it was like oh they're going to sacrifice somebody to probably wake it up. I thought so. So your first, so everyone's like, well, if we destroy the body, we destroy the problem. And I'm like, dude, I have just the ability. My channel divinity, my turn undead, will let me go and just completely banish away this uh, this undead energy. 
and I walk up to him. We sneak by. Dingo creates a distraction, right? He started doing ad reads, which yeah. was the funniest fucking yeah. shit. Yeah, and it was great. It was really good. It was really I good. I gave him inspiration for it. Yep, but unfortunately it worked, yep. and the entire Bigfoot clan is walking up to him, right? I sneak by, read the the, the description of channel of my channel Divinity. It does not do what I thought it did. <laughs> and I'm just standing there, like, fucking a deer in the headlights. Everyone's looking at me from cover, like, do it, do it. And I'm just like... No, <laughs> no, the plan's not there. But Mikey had a second character. He brought back his uh, Jack Manhattan, Jack, Ma- Jack the Manhattan, cake baker, cake ba- cake decorator, cake decorator, vampire hunter. <laughs> oh, that's a that's another episode to itself, dude. What chaos! Now that we actually describe what this one shot was, beginning to end, right? Absolute chaos. Yeah, yeah. No, and and also it, it is funny because like with Nick's campaign, with kind of like. With how it was going, Mikey, uh, his character, which was Zeno, I remember, mm-hmm. who he picked a card and got his soul sent to somewhere else, mm-hmm. and he blamed me for like a good like two days because I shuffled the deck. Meanwhile, he shuffled the deck for my cards, mm-hmm. and I got you know zapped out of my body. So. Right, and now, I lost all my wealth. <laughs> now, I think it was on you. Yeah, yeah, but, all the wealth that was on you. So you were just so they say. So you, so we don't know until we, we get don't back. know if the yeah. Witherstone property actually uh, belongs to Holly anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, it was a ride, but that kind of gave you a taste, and now you're trying yeah. to do your own campaign. I'm. We are starting uh, with my first full campaign. So for the next maybe couple months or so, mm-hmm. we're gonna be uh, doing my uh, campaign that I started. Right, I've joked about it here on the show and I've uh, slowly been take, jotting down notes and kind of like watching enough videos to kind of like psych myself out of doing it <laughs> which I gotta tell you like it, it is it is just easier just to kind of do like the best advice I think was just do a one shot mm. see how you feel after it mm. and that's it like don't worry don't watch like I, I, I told you when you came in it's like I watched so many fucking videos about not railroading and then all this stuff and how to make a DM do it it's like like, I still feel bad. Yeah. Like, you don't I still feel, feel better prepared. Yeah, I feel nervous. Right. And I think the... Uh, oh, 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 I hope, I'm not supposed to do that. I hope I don't do that. Like, yeah. Ginny D says, don't do this. I'm like, ah. Right. Uh, but then Ginny D puts out another video. It's like, yo, I was really wrong for saying Right, I was wrong doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, goddamn, like... But I base my whole, uh, my whole thing off of your right. first advice. Yeah. And, you know, I know for a fact I'm not Brendan Lee Mulligan. I'm not a Brian Iyengar. I'm no not Matt is. Mercer. Like, no I have to is. find who I am. And I think that's going to take a lot of, like, trial and error. Yeah. And, like, I think what, what helps well, me hey, is the detail I put into it. That's true. That's true. You, you have to have something to fall back on. Right. Whether it's your your environment, your lore, or your plot. Right. You know what I mean? There has to be something that you know inside and out that you can, it, when nothing else makes sense, you, have, you, want, you need something as a foundation from which to improv the rest. Right. You know? And that's cool that you have that because you've been working on this for a long time. You've been building this world for a long time. Yeah. You know? Um, we've been talking about it as always like, yeah, the campaign that's never going to happen. will never happen, yeah. yeah. In and three now years. It's happening. Yeah, now it's happened. Because yeah. it just got shot to the front. Right, because Mikey. I mean, he, he, had a, he has an idea of like a zombie apocalypse. But he's not ready to really. But he's do not ready. But, but he also has a very busy schedule, so yeah. it kind of takes him. You know, he's got an upcoming wedding in, like, yeah, a week. Yeah, it's not a good time so to be a DM. So, yeah, it's tough, but, like, with me, I don't have anything. <laughs> when you say it like that, it's I don't so have sad. nothing. I don't have nothing. <laughs> All I have is this, man. Well, you're in a better... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're in a better spot. I have less commitments going on right now. Yeah. And plus, I don't, like... And also, when I'm at work, I have, like, four hours where I could just constantly just write shit out. Yeah. Or, like, think of stuff and, like, kind of come up with things. For sure. Where it's a little bit easier for me, I guess. But, yeah, like, I'm ex- I would be excited because we were talking about uh, down, in, uh, down in Disney, uh, you, Andrew, Nick, and myself were talking about what we would do for his campaign. Mm-hmm. And we would be, like, all bards. Yeah, yeah. And a zombie, we'd be a rock band just yeah. trying to travel through a zombie a traveling rock band. Our, our tour got canceled due to the zombie apocalypse. Yep. And now we're just we're trying to survive. We're just trying to get by, man. Yeah. So we were trying to figure out who would be what. <laughs> yeah. I think we said I'd be. What would I be? Drummer, I said. I think yeah. You said drummer. Yeah. 
I think I said I'd be like the tour manager who just cooks for you guys. Hey. The glamour bar who's cooking food. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be like dual wielding, like, right. uh, like either batons or like, like short swords. Right. Uh, someone would have an axe and be their guitar. You know? <laughs> the two guitars would be arguing over who's lead. You know, uh, and then we'd need a singer. We would need a singer, which yeah. I think a big neck would be. Probably or, big neck. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it would be. I think that'd be really fun, and yeah, it's far. much different than what I came up with for mine. Oh yeah. Which is because I like. I don't know how you feel about, like, time. Th- like I don't really like the medieval theme. Right. Of the D and like the D and D, everyone's like, oh, you know, it's like pre traditional, yeah, pre industrialization yeah. and all that. Where it's like, I prefer kind of like the trappings of almost normal society with just missing a few things. Mm-hmm. So like, like early like early Gotham from Batman, where it's like, okay, you could see the architecture of an old weird society, yeah. but you don't have a cell phone to call for help. Yeah, it's like ah, oh, like you have to figure your way out of it. Like it's neither it's neither here nor there. There's like, it, it, uh, yeah, like I guess from like you said from the animated from Batman the animated yeah. series, how Gotham has this very retro feel, but they drive you know cars that and they have exist blimps in the 90s. and shit. Yeah, they have like blimps, but you know they're, they're like you said, there's no cell phones, mm-hmm. but like there's. Like all the yeah, all the trappings of regular society except the comfort you need. Yeah, but with the style and 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 aesthetic of like the fifties. Yeah, yeah, and it works. It works. Yeah, it's like a timeless. It's anachronistic. It's yeah. timeless. It's it's outside of time. You could play. You could place it anywhere. Yeah, yeah, and that's sort of what you're going for here. Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, because it's. I mean, I I. So what the the place is called? It's called Portsworth, mm-hmm. which is, you know came a real smart because it's a town with a port in it. And rich people, so you know, you put it all together. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like I I like the idea of this, like this weird smashing of, like, architecture that wasn't that isn't for like utility, where they'll build archways, they'll build like, kind of like, like I've showed you like the uh, the hotel that I think it's in Cleveland, where it's like, this weird tri level thing that it doesn't quite match Cleveland yeah. where it's like really fucking fancy and it's like this looks like a Wes Anderson movie right. but it's in Cleveland so no offense to Cleveland eh, all offense little offense, little offense. You, don't, you guys don't listen so I don't give a shit yeah. but like yeah it's it's like a society that is built on top of an older society like Futurama like old New York and new 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 York yeah. and it's like yeah I feel like this is where I get in trouble because my descriptions get caught in the back of my mouth <laughs> so i feel like i'm rambling on and it's like well no i mean it's yeah it's like it's like sort of mid not pre-industrial but mid-industrial yeah revitalization i think it was that the revitalization era from like the civil war to like the great depression is what i was kind of right, going for like a reconstruction yeah reconstruction of. yeah um so it's yeah so it's post a big war that happened yes Right, and there are a lot of like political and social ramifications from that. Mm-hmm. Right, that the city is sort of uh, reeling from. Yeah. So the the whole thing is that the city, yeah, it, it lost a lot of its citizens to a great war. So a lot of like its police department served, and a lot of them have not come back. So the police force is very minimal, but it's super aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are gangs that control certain areas of town that are on like a very icy like a very thin ice treaty with like all right if you don't fuck with this you could do this you know kind of kind of like uh yeah stay out of my turf right if you don't overstep your bounds we can all we can all get along yeah and like the because the way i the way i just amazingly drew the map which is a big circle with like five lines through (laughs) it because i'm an amazing artist yeah uh but yeah like i kind of cut it up where like in the middle of the town is like the neutral zone and that's where all like the new money is coming in mm. so it's like you stay out of here to let it build up and then you'll all get a piece of it right uh but yeah then there's surrounding areas that are con- gang controlled uh there's a old o-l-d-e mm. old, yeah old like fancy yeah. there's an old gang there's a poor gang mm. there's a gang that controls the docks there's a gang that controls like the workers the union, the, not, not a union, but more like, you gonna cross this bridge, you gotta pay up. Mm-hmm. We need a piece, of, you know. We need a piece, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then there may be some other shit going underground, right? Because this is a an old Portsworth, 
old sports world. Yeah, yeah. this is a and there's rich people who just love. I one of the descriptions I had was there's a there's an island that's kind of connected to it that they, that a lot of people work in. It's like New Williamsburg, Ugh. where it's like they're transplants, but they're calling themselves. Yeah, it's like you know what's great this this artisan like milk store. That really grinds my gears. Right, and yeah. that's what I want. It's like. <laughs> You, you, I'll have, I have things set up where, oh, so I figured out when I talked to you last about it, about like the, uh, the social nickname mm. for the poor people. Yes. So it's called Southport. Okay. So that the so poors. Oh, wow. So yeah. It's cool. Like, oh, you're all so poors. Oh, yeah, cool. Don't worry about that. And then old, like old Portsworth, like, oh, you know, and then their gang, so each, yeah, each gang is kind of named funny too. Mm-hmm. There's the, the mongers who control the dock. Yeah. The fishmongers. The Razor Fangs are all alligator people. Nice. They all have dumb names. Yeah. This, but you'll you'll get. I, I want to keep that a little bit too secret. Eh, I'll tell you probably next episode. Yeah. Uh, there is the well-to-dos, which are all the 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 like the this is my neighborhood guys. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. Because it's well-to-do. They're all well-to-do. So sure, they're all rich people, sure. but they're they're not old money. They're just pretending to be old money, mm. and. There's, uh, and I'm sure there actually is the old money. And then there's right? then there's the golden guard, uh, who protects the rich rich people. Yeah. And then there's the police, and there's something else. There may be a visit from an old friend of mine, a nice bird person. Yeah. They may come back. Yeah. Who knows? So yeah, that's so far what I've got, and I'm, I know it's not as descriptive. But I'm also trying not to tell Matt a lot of things because he's going to be playing it. I'm going to be playing in it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very weird position I'm in. Yeah, but also I, f- I, I do feel like a lot of where the story goes does depend on what our characters' motivations are, which we're going to find out tonight when right. our, at our session zero. And yeah, and I'm excited to kind of like build off. Like I, I got like such a surge of creativity from like hearing about like when you showed me your character when we were going down to Florida. Mm-hmm. I was like I kind of got an idea already right yeah like i had this thing i just wanted you to tell me what this person like he, what he's about mm-hmm. and i'm like i kind of have a way to lock him in yeah andrew sent me a full thing and i was like oh i have a way to keep him in as yeah. well mikey kind of he was working with me on something but then he kind of went he went a little radio silent which i feel is a good idea because i don't want to be like i made this backstory for you mm. so i know what's going on like i want him to Give me an idea. Have something come from him and then right. work that in instead of you giving him a backstory. Exactly, because yeah, I feel yeah. like that's so unfair, because then it's like, well, well, then I should just play. <laughs> right? It's like, well, I'll just go... But at the same around. time, he did ask for your help. He did ask for my help, but it, it is a... But no one else did. Right. Like, I would... Well, yeah. I would well, feel... It comes easier to some people than yeah. others. Yeah. I'm and, not... I'm, I, I, I always say this. Right. I'm not the type to have, like, eight characters locked in, ready to go, like Big Nick is. Right. Big Nick has folders on folders of character concepts that, not all of them are, like, idea concepts, like, personality concepts. Right. But, like, a lot of them are, like, character sheets. Like, I'm going to do this type of ranger, this class, and this is going to be his, like, method of attack, and then he'll just attach a personality to it. Okay. Um, And then you have Andrew and Nick, who are the opposite, and they have, like, lots of, oh, this per I'm going to play this person that's you know, came up doing this, and, you know, right. this is a quirk that they have, and they want to do this, and then they'll, like, attach a, a class to it. Right. I have nothing, <laughs> and then right. I sort of just, like, listen to what your campaign setting's going to be like. Right. I listen to what, um, like, what, what kind of, like, the prompt, and I kind of build off of that. Okay. Like, yeah. with Holly, it was, with Andrew, it was like, all right, well, you're recruiting a bunch of high schoolers. So like, all right, well, what's a high school archetype that I think would be fun? And it's the, the teenage, the you know, the girl. Regina George, yeah. right? Um, the Regina George. And I was like, all right, well, what would be a cool class that'd be against type? Like, oh, an artificer, you know, like um, something that'd be helpful for the party. And right. uh, and, and it'd be a, against type for her to be very intelligent. Hmm. Um, and then, or even for Junkus, it was like, well, Pedro needs a partner. So. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I do the same, like, where I kind of, I kind of create the character first mm. Like, when I did, uh, so yeah, Pedro was more of like, oh, you told me about Hero Forge, and I kind of was just fucking around. I was like, oh, that'd be really fun to you play. You could make him a turtle. I could make him a turtle yeah. and a pirate. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? And that's where it came yeah, from. that was it. That and was it kind of just built up. When I created uh, Anim, yeah, I was like, okay, well, I want to play 
like I didn't know about playing like a monk or anything. I was like, all right, well, I kind of want to see where what I built. So I built out this, and for the students thing, I built a, a monk character with a prosthetic arm, and I was like. I kind of like it, but I don't like its look. Mm-hmm. So then I, because he looked like a, a Kuma from Street Fighter. Oh yeah. Where he had like the big fucking the like big prayer beads. necklace, yeah. and like he, I was like, ah, what if I make him more like street level? Mm-hmm. And I was like, he had big leather coat, fucking black, like kind of like very poor clothes, mm-hmm. and then like a hidden fucking fist that he can knock the shit out of people. Yeah. I was like, all right, and then from there it's like, okay, he has this like relationship with his god, mm-hmm. and then he starts straining when he sees other people have interactions that he's never had. Right. Like, so, like, to kind of play where Adam left, he got taken down in the last fight. Yeah. And that was the first time he ever fell in a fight, which is odd for me, coming yeah. from Pedro. <laughs> Who fell in <laughs> every fight. Every fight. <laughs> like, two turns in, down to the ground. Yeah. But, like, so, Adam fucking, he fought, like, a Vegeta, or what was it, no, Cell? Was Vegeta. It? Yeah, like a, like, a, like a big old fucking alien that Nick brought yes. down. And I was able to kind of like hit this guy, and then I got fucking shot right through the chest, and I got wiped out. Yeah. And so I, I the the fight. Luckily, the fight ended. I forgot who fucking you killed him, right? Or or AR got one of them got it. I don't know. I don't remember. One, yeah, somebody got him down. Like I think was it Jack Manhattan? No. No. No, it was not his, Jack Manhattan. His move was by far the funniest fucking thing. Because <laughs> this alien came down. And then Mikey goes, as Jackman is like, don't worry, folks, I know how to handle this. Yes. So he goes walking to it, and he just kneels down and, like, gives up. The the alien Vegeta goes, uh, you know, like, yeah, kneel before me, you, like, cowering. And he does. (laughs) And he does. And I was like, this is fucking unbelievable. And then he gets blown to shit for it. Yeah. But... So, uh, yeah, I think Holly knocked his ass out. Cause Maybe he, it was Holly. I yeah. don't know. I don't, I think Holly, AR, like the, the robot boys, yeah. Holly and the robot boys fucking handled it. Yeah. And Adam was down, and then he got brought back. And he's like, oh. Because, like, the whole time leading up to it, he was like, I never had a choice to be a monk. Like, mm-hmm. I like I was told to do this. I was, right. a, I was a, like, I was an orphan. And then I was raised to do this. Mm-hmm. I never had a chance to be anything but this. Yeah. And then it's like, so that was it. Like that was my small little like moments in like I, I talked to a bartender. I was like, like I was kind of like having a mini freak out, and then I beat up somebody. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm just gonna uncouple train cars. <laughs> yeah, you you went pretty chaotic at the yeah, end. Yeah, I was because it was like he's like kind of losing his shit because he after he saw Holly's interaction with her family is like, yeah. you know, even though she was told to do this one thing she chose not to and he's like oh you could do that yeah like that's interesting i'm 50 almost 50 years old i didn't know i could do that yeah. and then seeing that he's like kind of like spiraling out of control for the first time ever and he's just like i'm just gonna fucking do whatever i want now right and you reflected that in your gameplay when yeah. we leveled up yeah yeah and then uh yeah and then i got <laughs> then i got killed yeah. and then when i ca- i told and I was like, I want to tell the party. I told Nick, who was very nice as, as a DM, I go, I want to tell the party what I saw when I was down. Mm. And he's like, okay, well, what did you see? I was like, I saw nothing. Mm. And then I dropped my my sash that record. Uh, the red. The, the red. red. The red stash of Illmiter that I always carried with me, that yeah. I always prayed to. And I just dropped it because he wasn't there for me. Shit. So now, and then I leveled up and I took a level of Barbarian <laughs> to kind of go with like just a hidden boy <laughs> yeah yeah well it's interesting that you were already drunken master right so it's like it's not like you were the most stable of monks to begin with right you know? no yeah because i mean we got beaten up <laughs> yeah like the only thing to deal with the pain of like constantly suffering is like i'll drink a little bit yeah exactly which is Dull. not good kids no Don't as we that. see <laughs> you know so yeah no it's, it's a really cool arc that i'm looking forward to seeing that grow in season two i keep on saying like anytime miro cuts a promo mm. it's like that's adam season two my god yeah. why have, where have you gone did you send me these people to redeem them or break their backs <sighs> what's funny is that for miro it's the same thing right yeah. <laughs> that's yo you, dude you if give, adam goes with miro that'd be sick you give me the week to save them or to destroy <laughs> so yeah i'm yeah i'm excited for that and i like that's one of the things like because i was just building that I told Nick, I was like, I'm going to level up. When I, like, get to a certain level, I'm going to take a barbarian class. 
And it's like, okay. So I was like, okay, well, I won't do it at level five. Because it hasn't thematic, like hasn't narratively come to that yet. Right. So I was kind of waiting narratively. Right. And, and then like, you got your oh, opening. I got, and then I got killed. And I was like, perfect. This is what I want. Yeah. And fucking here we are. There you Which, are. I mean, I do recommend, like, if you're doing that gameplay of just, like, waiting for a moment, sometimes it's very fulfilling. Like, I felt, like, super good after that. When the time, because you when, had it when the time was right. Right, yeah. yeah. It's like when that bass drops... Yeah. In the fucking song at the club, and you're yeah. just like, ooh, and like, yeah. that's it. When you hit it at the right when time. When you hit the right time. Well, yeah. you saw all of us, who are, our reaction when you did it, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was, yeah, I was getting a little chaotic, but I was also, like, being a little bit more, like, vocal in the, like, group discussions. Right. Like, I, I brokered a deal with the mafia. Yeah. Against the cult. Right. And I was like, I'm not the guy who and we should have be... And we have a diplomat with us. And he and was <laughs> just kind of, like, no offense to him, because I was like, he's being too nice. Yeah. Like, this is how you do it. There's some people that you deal with, you know, pragmatically. You know? Right. There's, you could deal with people like this, what was it, uh, catch more flies with honey than, uh, than vinegar or some mm-hmm. shit like that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, this, this is a newspaper. Like, yeah. here's, the, here's the fact, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun for me. And I'm excited for you guys to, I mean, I, that's, you could probably hear it in me now. Like, that's one of the things I'm nervous about mm. is, like, you guys enjoying it. Mm. Like, how do I, like, create for you guys what you've already, like, something new for you guys, you know? I don't know, but <laughs> I, I can tell you, I mean, this world that you're building is already new for us. Right. You know, none of us have done that before. None of us are playing the characters we've played before. You know what I mean? I think, uh, you know, honestly, I thought Nick's campaign was really good. I, d- I didn't really have any complaints in it. I think when Andrew did his, a lot of it was like, okay, well, let me... He a lot of his inspiration was like him trying to fix a lot of the things that I did wrong right. with my campaign, and then a lot of like Nick's thing was like, okay, well, let me. Uh, I don't think it was like I don't think his he was thinking let me do fix some of the things that Andrew did wrong, but I think he was like, well, Andrew's campaign was more this, so I want right. to try something smaller, more episodic. You know, I don't want to bite bite off a big chunk like Andrew did. Right, but. Nick did a great job, so for you, it's like, well, what, you right. have nothing to really... No, yeah. Nothing like, bad to go off of. So, yeah, like, Nick was, like, I think the episodic thing is great, because, like, you could kind of set up, at, at most, three sessions, and then you're done with that, like, certain thing. Yeah. Because we did the, like, the small town... Like the Dream Eater. And, and the Dream Eater, and yeah. then we did the, the church fight. Right. And then, like, after that, it's like, okay, we're going off to something, something else. Yeah. But, like, and with Andrews, it was like, okay, well, we're going to kind of and Andrew said he was going to like be heavy travel so then that's what we did we were heavy travel mm-hmm. but so, sometimes that works sometimes it doesn't I, I think we said like if you do weekly if you're constantly playing every week try like that travel stuff works because you can get through it faster but if you're doing it every other week like we are kind of gotta cut that cut that out kind of put it somewhere else yeah I mean again not that it wasn't fun it was good. Right. We were enjoying it. But at the end of the day, he felt that he hadn't made enough progress in his story, given right. the amount of time that we had put into the campaign. Right, yeah. Um, and that was, you know, and that was something that started to frustrate him. And, and yeah, and, and that, that, could, that could feel frustrating. It kind of soured the campaign for him. It feels like you're like a duck in water. When you see them on top, yeah. it's like, it looks like they're just moving nice and calmly, but their little fucking feet are flying. And that's what we were doing. Where we were making these like kind of strides as a character, but we weren't. We were only to the first stop. Right. And right. I, because like, we were built like we were me and Nick were building tension between yeah. Andrew and Harris, me and uh, you. Like I was like we were trying to like start the whole like, well, Junkus should start being a captain, start acting like a captain now. Right. Uh, everybody hates Hero. Yeah. <laughs> the one thorough through line throughout the, the entire campaign. Line, everybody gets to slap Hero at least once. <laughs> Uh, you know, we had Sam leave us and then yeah. come back with his uh, his wizard character, which was yeah. then added added more to the group. Zenfina, she was Zenfina, cool. Yeah, so yeah, it was, and then but the thing is, it's like we did have a lot of stuff happen, but it didn't feel like it was going anywhere. And yeah, I mean, uh, and part of it is us. You know, right. like he uh, like he had planned for it to be sort of go into your backstory first, and then. Sam kind of was like, well, I want to do this. And right. we were all like, 
okay. Yeah. And I was and, on board, like, yeah, yeah. No, it's my first time playing. Yeah. yeah. You're like, all right. Yeah. And Andrew, I think, you know, he was, again, just trying to avoid kind of where I was, what, what I, things I did wrong in my campaign. Right. Whereas, like, if I had planned us to go into the future and then they decided at the last second, well, let's go to the past. Like, I'd be kind of caught with my pants down. Right. He wanted to be more like, no, if you want to go into the past, let's go into the past. Okay. You know what I mean? He wanted to be able to really give all the agency to us um, and let us, and we had a lot of fun with that. We did, yeah. But what ended up happening is if you get, if you put everything in our hands, sometimes we need to push in the, in the, in the right direction. And that's why, you know, we were talking about it earlier with railroading you know, yeah. sometimes some rails are important. When you have a big group like us, sometimes we get unfocused. Right. Or sometimes we focus on things that, on different things, things that you're not expecting us to focus on. And, you know, you, at the end of the day, you still have a story that needs to be told. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think, I think that would be kind of an interesting challenge for me is to, like, because there is the part of me that's like, okay, well, let, let, the, let the kids have their fun. Yes. But then it's also like, all right, enough's enough. Right. Yeah, like, you, it's not like you have to... There are things to, happening. Yeah, there are things happening. And it's like... And you, you've been very, like, open and honest about, like, kind of, like, not setting up, like, a punishment system. Mm-hmm. Where it's like every time, like, something happens, you don't want, like, the players to feel like, oh, because I didn't do this. Like, we were talking about, it's the, uh, ult- the Marvel Ultimate Alliance thing. Like, if you don't say this fucking thing, the world ends. Right. It's like, like, you have, like, implementing that, it's like, okay, well, if you dick around here... So I was thinking... I'm gonna tell everybody tonight when we do session zero. It's like I'm thinking of maybe randomly doing like hero check. Mm. So like if you're trying to do like the way I was thinking of it is like if you're trying to in- inspect something and you roll, say like a DC like you're doing like a perception check and DC's 15, and you roll a 12, mm-hmm. and you and you're not quite there or mm-hmm. like you roll whatever. I don't right, know, whatever you roll whatever you roll it's just yeah. under the you lose the you lose the check right there may be a point where the reason why you failed that check Ooh. is because you got distracted because you heard another thing happening mm. and you turn and there's like a kid getting mugged. Right. So like, what do you do in this situation? Yeah. Do you continue to inspect this where you know you're like where you're going or do you take a crack and save that kid? So it's like what you say. It's like, uh, we say uh, a lot of the times when you're as a D, I think that's an amazing idea because it's not failure, it's success at a cost. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a 12 and the DC was 15. They're like, okay, well, you can do this, but you will notice that this is happening and, and yeah. you might, now you got to make a choice. Right. Now you can succeed or you can save this kid. You know, and that's really, I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. You know, I, if you succeed, you succeed. You just get it right away, and, and yeah, you don't have to make, you nothing, don't have this dilemma. And you could walk out of the store, and you could still see it. Like, if I wanted to bring that up, if I feel like it... I, I think it's, that's it's really ra- cool. It's going to be random. Yeah. Like, it'll be... Ra- like, I may just roll a dice, and you may... Like, that's actually a very old-school thing, or like, um, back, like, like, from, like, earlier editions of D&D that DMs will do. It's like, oh, like, you, there's this endless pit, right? and it's a DC is 10, you roll an 8. You, obviously, you don't want to kill their character off of that. But you might say, like, okay, you make it, but, you know, as you jump, you're not going to make it with this hand. Uh, or, like, you slip, right. you know, and in order to grab on, you have to let your shield go. Right. So now you made it, yeah. but your AC is lower. Yeah, consequence. 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 You succeed at a cost. Right. So, yeah, I was, like, I was kind of, like, volleying that idea back and forth from doing the split personality thing yeah. that I love to do. Just, you know. <laughs> The, At the same time, it, that can be kind of harsh. Yeah, you know, there, uh, it's. I think I would reserve. Maybe I would reserve that for like pretty big failures. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, I like do. If, ha- if it's a fifteen and I roll a fourteen, you're gonna put me through all that? No, you know? no. Like I said, it'd be, it would be random. It would be completely yeah. random. Like it wouldn't be like, all right, well, you're inside a hallway. Mm-hmm. You you do an investigation. You roll low, and like all of a sudden you hear behind the wall. Like no, it's it's like okay, well, but it's more of like if you're outside, so you know yeah. the world is still moving around you, but like so you're not like so the people aren't always focused. Like I, like the thing that worries me is like the constant checks, where it's like I'm gonna do a history check. No, I'm gonna do this. Uh, I'm gonna do this. Like well, no, you, okay, well you you fucked that up, but you hear like the reason you fucked that up is because you're distracted by this thing happening. Well, the the uh, the only the only uh, thing you have to look at, I would I would say you have to look out for is. If we're if you want us to investigate this like say a bank robbery right and we're making a check 
and you're like, well, all right, but now this thing's happening. Right. If we end up going all in on that, now we're no longer doing what you set us out to do. No, yeah. You know what That's I mean? the thing. That's why I wanted to keep it as random and yeah. maybe not as much. Like, it would be... I, I would try to, like... At the same time, if the stakes aren't high right. in what we're doing... That's the thing. Like, we'll leave, we'll, uh, nine times out of ten, we'll leave it and go help the, the person because we're all right. heroes. Right. So Well, that's also another thing I wanted to find out about your characters. Like, are you all heroes? That's, like, a, good, what, that's a good point. Like, Maybe we're not all heroes. What's your deal? Like, That's going to be some that's other question. That's a good question. point. Maybe we're not. But we are about 50 minutes in. Jeez. Let's like we barely second. talked about the... Uh, about what you what we started set out to talk about. I don't even remember what we we're supposed to talk about. Your campaign. My campaign. I feel <laughs> we'll talk about it. I feel this will be a continuing thread. We'll do a little recap. Uh, so Portsworth saga is about to begin. I'm very excited. I am too. Super nervous. I am not. You know what's funny? Because <laughs> I, I always feel like nervous talking in front of the, the group of friends I talk in front of all the time. I was about to say it's like it's us. I know. <laughs> I know. Because it's like that. Like when I did the. The first time DMing, I was like, I was like, I was so fucking like in my head about everyone's introduction that I was like, wait a minute, I'm just goofing with these people anyway. Yeah. And then I just started making like the fucking, I think the dumbest one I came up with was uh, Dingo Danger was a Sam Raimi introduction oh, where yeah, he yeah. was like zooming in, <laughs> zooming in, zooming in, and then I was like, and then I had Mikey like basically check out like a big hunk at the butcher shop and I was yep. like. That's not what you want, bro. You don't want the meat. You want this. You want the the beef king. So, yeah. And then yours was like I think I had you almost get into a fight. Yeah. So yeah, it, like it was like the, how how do I introduce like that? That was the thing. Like, kind of the fear of that right. got in my way. But then once I started doing it, it got a little easier, and I think everyone had a good time. Yeah. And I was I always try to get everyone laughing. Hey, we're here to have fun. My biggest, one of my biggest goals, a lot of the times when we play, it was is always like to get Will to like audibly laugh. I feel like yeah. that's like the hardest, like not to crack. Yeah, that's like, I've got him. Crack. I got him laughing a couple times. I was like, yeah, done. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think that's uh, that's the shoot. Bang bang. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks for uh, listening to our, our nearly incoherent uh, right. rambling. But you guys love this shit. I, I, I mean, so the numbers say. So the numbers say. Yeah. And if you go by HBO Max or Netflix, that's all that matters. Yeah, I guess so. So the numbers say. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will let you know how Brian's campaign goes, how it, how it uh, starts off. And uh, you know, until then, you can always hit us up. On Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And on Letterbox at Movie Mayhem Podcast. There you go. Uh, their last review was the Gray, um, Man? Uh, the Gray Man, which yeah. is, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll but get there. At another time. That's right, not tonight. Bye bye. We'll see. Maybe. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.